Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. So this is going to be a quick soundbite because I'm starving and tired. (laughs) What a wonderful way for your host to welcome you to another Shot Glass of Recovery. But when I feel inspired, I have learned enough to know to go with it. Oh, that reminds me of something else I saw today, which I took a picture of on my phone, which I think I should um, go get right now. Hold, please. Okay, I'm back. Technology is amazing. I suddenly have a runny nose. I'm just going to wipe it with my towel. That's so attractive. We're a little bit of a mess today, and that's okay. All right, so. First of all, I have learned that when inspiration hits, when there's a flame of fire or passion for something to go with it. And that reminded me of this screenshot I took of a guy I follow on my Instagram, which is at Brendan Burchard, B-R-E-N-D-O-N-B-U-R-C-H-A-R-D. He's a motivational speaker, high-performance motivational speaker. And he said, struggling? Check this. If you are struggling, check your passion levels. If passion is not the problem, check your persistence. If it's not persistence, check the plan. If it's not the plan, check your priorities. If it's not priorities, check your purpose. If none of those are the issue, you have no issues. Stop worrying and get back to work with a faithful heart. I love that. So that's what reminded me. If passion isn't your problem then maybe it's because you're not being persistent. So let's take the steps, for example. If you're struggling with your sobriety. So if you're struggling with your sobriety, check your passion levels. Are you passionate about your recovery? If the answer is yes, okay. So then passion isn't the problem. Then check your persistence. Are you persistent with your recovery? Are you doing the steps? Are you going to meetings? Are you staying in touch with your sponsor? Are you being of service? If you are, then it's not your persistence. Fine. Then it's the plan. What's the plan? Do you have a plan of action? Do you have a meeting schedule? Do you have an active service engagement? Do you have weekly sessions or monthly sessions with your sponsor? Okay. So then if the plan is not the problem, then maybe it's the priorities. What are your priorities? Is your recovery your priority or is your relationship your priority? Is your work your priority? Because really, if your recovery goes under, all that shit goes under anyways. I mean, we've heard it said, what you put before your recovery, you lose. There's a good reason for that. So then if that's not the problem, fine. Then we get to the purpose. What is your purpose? If your purpose is to be a contributing member of society, if your purpose is to do unto others as you do for yourself, if your purpose is to be a good parent or a good family member or a good leader or even just a good disciple of your higher power, then your purpose drives all of those other things. If your purpose is your focus, then you will have passion. You will have persistence. You will have a plan. You will have priorities. And purpose is a big fucking question. What is my purpose? I mean, I don't, I can't say this is my purpose. What I can say is that I know God designed me to love his people and to speak his truth for people. So God has designed me that way and he's put fire in my heart. So is that my purpose? Yeah, I guess it is. But it's a big question that I think most of us couldn't answer. 
So the way I get to my purpose is what lights me up, what makes me feel good, what makes me feel most connected to God. It doesn't have to be to save the world. It doesn't have to be to be in Fortune 500. It doesn't have to be I want to be the best parent that ever lived. It could be just doing well what I'm gifted to do well. And so if none of those are the issue, then you have no issues, according to Brendan Burchard. Then stop worrying and get back to work with a faithful heart. So sometimes we can just have an unnamed anxiety and we're struggling and all of those things are in check. And maybe we just have to be so not so hard on ourselves. But the reason that I wanted to jump on is because of this one line that I just read in a book that I am required to read for my pastoral residency at my church. And the line comes from a book called Deep and Wide by Andy Stanley. And he writes, believing correctly is often a precursor to behaving correctly. Why do I love that? Because if I believe that the 12 steps are the freedom from my addiction, if I believe that the 12 steps, oh, oh, Listen to that. I can't talk to her. It's one of my sponsees. If I believe that the 12 steps can heal me and make me whole and can rescue me, then I will behave in the way the 12 steps expect me to behave. So let's go over those in a rapid fire way. Step one. Came, uh, came to believe that a power. Okay, that's step two. Step one. This is all by memory admitted we were powerless over alcohol that our lives had become unmanageable okay so step one tells me i have a problem and i can't solve it on my own step two came to believe that a higher a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity so if that's true then the answer to my problem is a higher power so i have a problem there is a solution to my higher power step three made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of god as we understood him Step three is where we make a decision. It's not a feeling. It's a decision. We make a decision to trust that this higher power is going to give us the answer and the solution. Step four, we do an inventory. Why are we drinking or drugging or behaving? What is the causes and conditions of our alcoholism or our addiction, actually? All right. So, so far we have, I have a problem. God is the higher power. I let God help me. Now I look at a list of the things that make me drink and use and behave. Step five, we tell someone. We tell our sponsor. That means we're honest and transparent about what's going on with us. Step six, I really want to change. Step seven, I'm going to allow you, God, to change me. Step eight, I make a list of the people I have wronged. Step nine, I make those amends. I make it right with those people. Step 10, I continue to look at myself and correct myself when I have gone astray. Step 11, I keep in touch with this higher power. I feed this connection with my God so that I am a clear open channel for his will for my life. Step 12, I practice all those things on a daily basis in every part of my life. It's about principles, not personalities, meaning it's about the spiritual principles of the program and not to let the defectiveness or dysfunction from other people affect how I live my life and how I treat others. And also I serve others as a way to give back what I was so freely given. That is the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. If I believe that that is my pathway to freedom, then I will behave in accordance with those things. The 12 steps 
are a proven way, and I'm not just talking about like science or publications or the medical field. I'm talking about my own experience and being witness to the experience of countless others where this way of life is the difference between engaging their addiction and slowly killing themselves and being free from their addiction and living their best lives. Got it? There you go. That's my soundbite. How long have we been going? eight minutes. That's not bad. I thought it was like five minutes. Ugh, I hope that gave you a little snippet. If you're new to the program and you're like, what the fuck are the 12 steps? I just told you what they are. By the way, you can Google AA. AA.org is the best resource to find out all things AA. You can anonymously off of Amazon order a big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and the sister guide, which I highly recommend. Take them as a pair. It's called the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions. It is AA approved literature. I don't believe you can get sober on the 12 and 12 alone. I believe you can get sober on the big book alone. But I believe the combination is kind of magic. I love you. You can do this. I have all the faith in you. If you don't believe you can do it, believe that I believe you can do it. And I'll talk to you soon.